Pyloric stenosis. That is a phrase I didn't know a week ago. Um, and frankly, I could have gone the rest of my life without knowing the phrase pyloric stenosis. I still can't spell it, but I can use it in a sentence. Pyloric stenosis means uh, the thickening of the muscle between the stomach and the colon. It's a thing that happens in babies sometimes. Um, and it's a thing you have to have surgery to get fixed. So this past week, uh, Jan and I learned the phrase pyloric stenosis and then um, had to take our baby through surgery to correct pyloric stenosis. Um, here's what the doctors kept telling us about it. Uh, if you've ever seen Will Ferrell with the shirt off, the scar that he has on his belly, that is a scar from pyloric stenosis. Um, so my baby and Will Ferrell already have something in common. Boy, oh boy, surgery with an eight-week-old. That's a shitty thing to go through. I did I did realize this, though. So to go back, uh, Caleb had been throwing up fairly regularly. We weren't really sure um, how much of it was normal and how much of it was too much. Like, it was kind of a lot. But we had other uh, parents and, like, our parents' generation, people telling us, like, oh, yeah, babies throw up sometimes. That's a thing that happens. But we were getting a little worried, so we took him to the doctor. And the doctor sent us to the radiologist. And long story short, the radiologist said, yeah, he's got this thing that requires surgery. Um, long story not as short, the radiologist uh, was a dick. First of all, gave us the instructions wrong about how to prepare Caleb for uh, the ultrasound. Like no one told us not to feed him. And he's an eight week old. So we fed him and then we got him there. They were like, oh, you can't do that. We have to wait another three hours. We had to wait another three hours. And then he's crying. And this doctor, this radiologist keeps telling me, uh, oh, well, babies just cry. Well, no shit. I know babies cry, but this is my baby and something's wrong. And I also haven't slept now. And we're pretty scared. So why don't you understand this is our first time doing this or I'm going to put you through your ultrasound machine. Uh, so that's where I was, just to give you a little perspective on my headspace at the moment. Um, this was last Wednesday. Anyway, yeah, we ended up at um, Wheel Cornell Hospital on the Upper East Side. Uh, and as much as that uh, radiologist was a dick, all of the doctors and nurses and pediatric, pe pe uh, I don't know words anymore, the people who worked in the pediatric emergency center and the pediatric wing of the hospital were amazing. Uh, shouts out to the doctors, uh, the surgeon, Dimitri. Um, I'm not going to try your last name, sir, because uh, it's Greek and I don't speak. I'm not going to get it right. Um, the resident, Alex, uh, all of the nurses, um, everyone, everyone there was super great. Bedside manner was great because they remembered. It's like they could still get in touch with the fact that we had never done this before. So it was our first time doing any of this. And also our baby was going to be put under and then have surgery. Like, that's not a small deal. So I really appreciate the uh, the effort that you guys put into remembering that um, and taking care of two scared first-time parents. I, re I remember talking to, uh, to Jen uh, right after Kayla was born and talking about how uh, you, you go through labor um, and you get upstairs uh, you're, so you're delivered and you're uh, with your baby in your uh, hospital room. And then after however long labor and delivery and surgery took and it's fucking midnight and you're exhausted and you have a baby and then 
all of these people come into your room to tell you the most important things and you have zero sleep and zero concept of what's going on. And it seems like a bad idea for how to do that. Well, I realized why they do that because that's what happens every time. Anytime something important is going to happen, turns out you're probably going to be exhausted. If you're in the hospital, it's probably because something has been wrong for a little while, maybe overnight. I don't know, maybe in the moment, but either way, it's a panic and you're freaked out. So you're in the hospital and everyone is throwing information at you and you're tired and you're freaked out and something's wrong with your baby and you have to learn to process that. So I realized that that bullshit first night in the hospital is uh, frankly just boot camp training for how everything will always go from then on out. Um, I also want to say apologies to Bernie the front desk security man at the pediatric wing of the hospital. Um, after two or three people in a row told us the wrong place to go, I just couldn't deal with it anymore and uh, might have snapped a little bit. I don't think it was too much. Jen might disagree with that. Uh, anyway, I want to go on record apologizing to Bernie. You were doing your job. You were doing a great job. Uh, I was exhausted and scared for my baby, and I am sorry that I yelled and uh, said out loud, that I wish any two people in a row could do their fucking job. I do apologize for that. I understand the hospital and the pediatrics ward is not the place to use language like that. Uh, So I'm sorry, Bernie. Thank you for doing your job well. Uh, Also, shout out to Lakeisha Rivers, a friend of ours who works there, who jumped right down, came down to the pediatrics wing and took care of us and helped talk us through things. And uh, shout out to my sister-in-law, Erin, who is a pediatrician herself, who was able to talk us down a little bit. Apparently, this surgery uh, for pyloric stenosis, um, use that as your party trick word this week, uh, drop it in a conversation somewhere. Pyloric stenosis is fairly common, especially among uh, white male firstborn children. Uh, It's a relatively common surgery, um, but she, along with the surgeon and residents and nurses, understood that while it is a common surgery, uh, that should bring us a little uh, ease, but also it's okay to be scared because it's our first time doing any of this. Um, And it was fucking terrifying. Um, Even just watching my eight week old baby be given shots and have an IV put in uh, and hearing him cry mainly because he was just hungry. He just, he didn't give a shit. He was fine. He just was hungry and was mad that he couldn't eat. But uh, mom and I, we're trying our hardest to hold it together. Um, and I think we did a pretty good job. Shouts out to my wife, Jen. She held it together great. Um, she didn't sleep for 24 hours. Uh, as nervous as I was, I couldn't help. I fell asleep on a gurney. Uh, I could not stay awake. But it was it was intense. Um, it was a lot. And I was thinking about uh, my friends, Brian and Sarah, who've been going through stuff with their son, Tony. Um, and their story only gets more complicated. They're dealing with so much and they're doing it with such grace and teamwork and power as a family. Uh, Tony also uh, just started middle school. So shout out to you, man. Um, you're doing great. I'm really impressed with how strong you're being. Uh, here's something that no sixth grader will ever admit, but all adults know is true. Everyone's scared in sixth grade. Everyone thinks they're doing it wrong. No one thinks they're cool, and everyone's trying their hardest to be cool. Uh, So you just keep doing you. Keep up the good work. You've got a good story about this summer, man. That's going to be cool. I'm proud of you. 
I'm very impressed with the work that you and your family are doing. And I hope that you're feeling better, man. But I think about those guys and I think about what they've gone through and how they have stuck together as a family. And it is just fucking intense. I just, I mean, now I'm on record as having my baby having something that is referred to as one of the most common surgeries. And I was holding on by a thread. Um, we got through. I'm proud of our family. Um, I'm very proud of uh, Caleb's a fucking champ, by the way. Um, and I'm alone today. I don't have Nacelli or Jen to help me rein in my language. Sorry, mom. And, uh, you know, anyone in Huntsville, I hope that you have started listening. And I'm sorry that my language is, is rough today. It's just been, uh, it's been a lot. And speaking of it being a lot, um, I've been listening back over the podcast, you know, and I've got, we've got a bunch of episodes recorded. We've got five or six or seven episodes recorded in the can, I believe is what they say in the business that we're still trying to get to. But, uh, you know, you know what I've learned in eight and a half weeks of being an actual parent? It is hard. Huh. Crazy thing that, um, turns out everyone I've ever talked to was right. It's hard. Uh, even today, today is Monday and I was an hour late getting into the studio because, uh, I got peed on right before I was supposed to walk out. So there was a dual person, complete costume change. And my man was wearing a diaper. So if anyone has any advice about how to keep uh, a little boy from peeing out of his diapers, look, I know where to point the gun. Um, I think that I know how to put a diaper on, but this is like four or five days in a row that uh, he's been able to get through a diaper. So on one hand, Something about that makes me proud. I don't know what, but some version of no diaper is going to hold my boy down. I don't know. On the other hand, um, a lot of Jen's clothes, a lot of my clothes, and a lot of Jen's mom's clothes have pee on them now. So if anyone has any advice on that, let me know. Um, I'm sure you heard two weeks ago, if you listened to Justin's episode, uh, the intro I did at midnight, uh, the night before it was supposed to be released, Last week, I didn't even get to Joe Tex's episode, um, and he has some great stuff to talk about. Very uh, entertaining, very informative, hilarious episode. And he had a film festival last weekend we were supposed to shout out, and I uh, didn't get to it in time. So sorry about that, Joe. But I hope the film festival went well. Sorry, one second. Uh, even at this exact moment, uh, Jen is texting me to tell me that the mirror for the back seat of the car so she can see Caleb is in the other car. Uh, so one moment while I take care of this. Okay, I'm back. Um, so I guess the point and what is kind of seems a little obvious is uh, this is a fun journey that I'm going on to be doing all this in real time. It's kind of cool. I've got, you know, these episodes from before we had Caleb and now I'm learning as we go. Um, but to be honest, uh, I feel like I've done a, well, I mean, fuck it. You guys are still here listening. I feel like I've done a bad job actually listening to the things that people have been saying. Um, I've been so excited to make this podcast and I've been so excited to be a dad, but I, um, I don't feel like I've done a good job of bringing those two things together. Um, you know, I listen back to uh, Gelpie talking about uh, making time for fitness, making time for 
finding the time and, and not letting it affect your family life and finding the time to get done what you want to get done. And I've had a really hard time with that. Um, I started paying for a new uh, fitness program that I am barely using uh, because I'm just not making the time, which, you know, Justin talked about finding a routine and really sticking to a routine. And I have failed miserably at that. Um, and even, even, you know, I listen back to Michelle and I'm saying, uh, yeah, I'm going to make sure to give Jen an hour a day so that she can be away from the house because she's doing so much at home that has fallen off the fucking table. That doesn't happen. Um, Every day, I feel like I'm treading water and holding on for dear life. I told someone last week that the word father and the idea of fatherhood, I like it. I love it. But it it fits me like my dad's sports coat. You know, like I'm wearing a word that isn't really my word yet. And I'm just playing dress up because when I have time with Caleb, it's my favorite part of the day. It is getting to just hold him and be with him is the best it is, it, you know, before I had kids and I would hear parents talk about it and they don't really have great words for it. And I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm sure that means a lot to you. And the problem is, uh, my vocabulary is not such that I have the words for this. I being with Caleb is, is the, is the best thing. Um, but I, feel myself and am watching myself uh, fall short on the actual nuts and bolts of being a part of this family. Um, you know, I'm, I'm doing a show, but that's fucking barely work. I mean, it's a hard, it, I have a great time doing it uh, and it's a job, but really I work like four hours a day. Uh, I could be doing more and I'm just fucking exhausted. Uh, and I just, I look at Jen and I think she's doing so much more in the home life. And I, I want to help in my mind. And then I just don't step up and do it. And then I, you know, something feels kind of icky about it to leave home to come record a podcast about being a dad when I know I could be doing more at home. Um, and I, part of me is like, did I just, did I hear Caitlin talk about how hard it is and hear it and laugh at her jokes and think that's, that's good advice and funny and fun, but not like clock in. Did I not realize, Oh, it's going to be hard for me. I'm not really sure what my, where I, where I got off. Um, but the bottom line is guys, I'm going to take a few weeks off, uh, from putting out the episodes, uh, just because between the things that are happening in life, I just, I guess I'm just trying to be honest. I feel a little, uh, overwhelmed. Um, and I, I thought about this recently too. Um, you know, the internet, man, <laughs> uh, something that I think certainly my generation can do better at is remembering that, uh, what happens on the internet stays on the internet forever. Um, and so maybe even if, you know, nobody else ever listens to this podcast, it exists. And maybe someday Caleb will want to listen to it or accidentally come across it or whatever. I think that's, that's pretty cool. I think it's okay for him to know um, the fears and the uh, insecurities I had at this point. But I also, if he listens to this, I also want to be able to say that when I wasn't on microphone when I was at home I was also doing my best there to take care of him 
take care of Jen, to take care of myself. Um, and I think part of that right now just means taking a few weeks and uh, just taking a break from the podcast. It will be back. I promise you. I've got, like I said, uh, five or six really great episodes uh, in the can. Some uh, great, I got some really funny comedians. I talked to a kid, uh, talked to a seven-year-old, Rocker Sacramone and his mother, and uh, we had some really great insight from that. It's So I'm excited about what comes next. I just also um, want to take a minute and really uh, get things at home as right as I can. And frankly, get this right too. Uh, it's not worth me scrambling around at midnight to try to throw something together. I think that's kind of like, I don't know, part of this journey that I'm on right now too, is looking and going, well, that's half-assed and I don't want to do that. So um, for my own sanity, for my wife and child, and you know, for the sake of trying to make this a fun podcast um just going to take the month of august off and mid-september we'll be back with great episodes we're doing some some social media updating um and you know the other side of that is uh now this will be out there and i'll try to hold myself accountable with this and you guys can hold me accountable too um and you know nacelli is looking forward to getting back and she has some great ideas here but i asked her also just help me over the next month um, now I've said it, now I got to go home and I got to get it right. And my plan is to get some kind of routine together. I know that it's difficult. And I'm, I mean, now I really know it's been one thing to hear everyone say it and try to understand. Now I know personally, it's, uh, it's difficult. Um, so bear with us. Uh, it'll be a few weeks in the meantime. Um, you know, we'll try to hit some highlights from some last episodes, but I just gotta, I can't even talk. I'm just tired. Um, I feel like just the journey of my voice through this, uh, you can really go back and hear from the beginning, some of the earliest episodes with Gelpi. I just sound well rested. <laughs> so I don't even have the words. Uh, so thank you for hanging out with us thus far. Um, and we're going to keep it up, but you know, if we're going to go on record telling people not to be a hero and ask for what you need and be honest, this is uh, the honest part of me as a father right now is saying, I, uh, I got to take a break and um, regroup and feel better about what I'm doing at home, what I'm doing in life, uh, how I am as a father, how I am as a husband, how I am as, as me. Um, in the meantime, I just realized I don't even have like a fun sign off. I don't know. Whatever, guys. Fuck it. Uh, be good. I don't know. <laughs> Hit me up on some DMs on the Instagram or Facebook or whatever if you got any thoughts. Um, we got some great ideas moving forward. Um, so it will be a lot of fun. We'll be back. It'll be great. Caleb will have continued, I have no doubt, to recover from pyloric stenosis, and he will grow and continue to be more and more brave and badass. And in the meantime, you guys take care, and we will talk to you in a month. Thank you. Bye.
Operation Dad Pod is recorded at FOU Studios in New York City, produced by Jonathan Gregg and Nicelli Vega, and music by Mark Allen.